time in the making, but it's finally here. You see him the beat. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Sports Page. I'm your host Nick DiStefano. On this fifth edition of Sports Page, we are going to be visiting with wrestling head coach John Feeney. In our second segment, we'll have the track and field head coaches Kirk Peterson and Kip Jambrin. And we'll end our show today with a preview of the upcoming Mules and Jenny's action. Stay tuned. It's time now for Sports Page. So today we are visiting with wrestling head coach John Feeney. He is actually the interim head coach here at UCM, and the wrestling team just finished the NCAA Division II Championships in St. Louis, Missouri this past weekend. Coach Feeney, it's good to have you with us. How are you doing today? Yeah, it's good to be here. Uh, Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no worries. So we're just going to ask you some questions. So guys, John, Coach John Feeney is only 23 years old, and he's, as I mentioned, the interim head coach. So John, what made you want to coach here at UCM? Well, coaching has always been something I wanted to do. Um, the sport of wrestling has given me so much, and it's taken me pretty far in life. And now I just feel like it's my turn to give back now that my career is over. Um, and UCM is where I went to school, and I want to be proud of where I went. So I want this to be just a successful program. Sounds good. And how has the Mules team developed over the years in your experience here at UCM? You mentioned that you uh, started coaching just last year in August before the head coach moved on. So just explain a little bit how the team has developed over the, your first year here. Um, a lot of things have changed. Um, you know, I don't hang out in the past a whole lot, but the team in the past, there's been no family or culture to it. You know, the only thing that brought us together was, you know, we show up at three o'clock and we practice and then everybody goes home. Um, but this year, Right at the start of the year, I told everybody, this is a family. Um, I put family on the back of our shirts, and I just wanted to bring everybody together to kind of fight for the same thing. So throughout the year, you know, we started off a bunch of strangers on the team. We only had like 10 returners, so tons of new guys, tons of freshmen. Um, And we just brought everybody together and made them realize, you know, we're all wanting the same thing. Um, And that brought everybody together. They all fight for the same thing, and everyone has improved because of that kind of culture and that attitude. Sounds good. And coach, you know, there's obviously some pros and cons of your job as being a coach, especially for that first season when you're kind of new to the game. So explain to the viewers, what are some of the pros and cons of this job as the interim head coach? Well, definitely one of the pros is I get to help guys achieve their goals. Um, I didn't achieve everything I wanted to or could have in college, but getting to help these guys improve on their skills, become better people inside the sport of wrestling and outside and, you know, achieve something they've wanted to achieve, you know, getting to take a couple guys to nationals and, you know, help them get on the podium and just be a part of that. It was really special. I'd say that's a pro, just getting to see the smiles on the guy's face when they get better and they learn new things. Um, that's a huge pro. Cons, I can't really think of any, honestly. Um, I can't complain about the long hours of this job or driving to these meets, Um There's no downside to this job. Wrestling is what I love to do, and getting to help these guys is just something truly special. 
You know, something else that I don't have listed here, Coach Feeney, you know, you said you were a graduate student. I didn't even know that. So I feel like with students, you know, being coaches or coordinators with athletics, a good question to ask is time management. So I have to ask you, how do you balance time management with this coaching job and school as a grad student here at the university? Well, luckily, I was a student athlete before, so I was already kind of used to balancing the sports life and the school. Um, Coaching is definitely a lot more than just, you know, showing up to practice. But, uh, you know, it hasn't been too bad. Um, my teachers have been really understanding with everything. I talked to the director. They've been understanding about my new responsibilities taking over. Um, and I think it really helps uh, my relationship with the guys. Like, I'm in school just like they are. I have homework and tests just like they do. Um, so they understand, and they work really hard for me because they know we're both doing the same thing. Yeah, and uh, just – to elaborate a little bit on that, you know, relationship building is so important whenever you're doing a specific role, especially being an interim head coach that you are. So can you describe some of the relationships that you have with the team and coaches and even some UCM athletic staff? Yeah, um, at first it was a little different. Um, when I took over, I am young, but we had a lot of new guys on the team that didn't know me before. They didn't know me as a student or a teammate. Um, so that transition actually went pretty smoothly. Um, but for most of the guys, you know, I'm not some old guy that comes in thinking he knows everything. I'm more of a big brother to a lot of my wrestlers. Um, they know I've been through exactly what they're going through now, and it wasn't that long ago. Um, so they just look up to me as kind of a guy, like their big brother, someone that's been through it before and wants nothing for the best from them. Um, as far as other coaches, at first it was like, wow, that's crazy. You know, you're a head coach is so young. Um, but then they start seeing this, some of the success we've been having. Um, and I think we've earned a little bit of that respect. And I think as far as the staff and administration, they've been super helpful helping me along. You know, I'm learning so much about how to do this, that, and everything in between. And they've been super understanding and supportive. Um, and I think they like what we got going on here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know you just started coaching here, Coach Feeney, but, you know, what are some memorable moments for you specifically in wrestling? Maybe explain a little bit like as an interim head coach or like in any role of the coordinator positions for the team. Just describe a little bit of that. Well, as far as memorable moment, one that almost brought some tears to my eyes was winning our last home duel against Fort Hayes State. Um, In the past, we haven't won a a whole lot of duels, period. But getting to win one at home, it was on senior night. We had the most fans we've had in a while. Um, And it it wasn't a pretty duel. We won by a single point. Um, It was a real nail-biter, but... And we had six freshmen in the lineup for that duel, um, which is pretty unusual. And everybody did their job and went out. The guys that won or were supposed to win, they went out and won. And the guys that maybe were a little outmatched, they kept it close. And they did what they needed to to, you know, end up winning the duel. And that was just something really special we got to share. And the seniors got to go out on a win. And that just, that was so memorable to me. And it felt so good. And I'm just proud of them. Yeah, you know, elaborating a little bit, you know, I saw the story that uh, you guys upset Fort Hayes State. You know, that's pretty remarkable, especially with your last home game of the season, you know, in front of those fans and especially on senior day. Um, it's not in my notes, but I think it's an important question to add. You know, you guys may have had a little bit of ups and downs this season. So for you as the uh, interim head coach, Coach Feeney, what are you looking to improve this next wrestling season here? Um, well, I'm really excited because in the past other years we've had to start over we got a lot of guys that quit and don't come back and we got to start with a new group everybody's coming back next year except for the three seniors that graduated 
Um, and then we're bringing in a really good recruiting class, some really good guys from the Missouri area. Um, so I'm just looking forward to building off of what we've already started this year um, and bringing those guys in. We'll do a lot of off-season work. And these guys are just really bought in, and they want to get better. And, you know, that attitude can take you really far. Yeah, and uh, just describing a little bit about how the NCAA Division II championships went. You guys had that last weekend. You guys did very well as a team, but as uh, the interim head coach, Coach Feeney, can you elaborate a little bit on that? Like just what went well and what could have been improved in that match over the weekend in St. Louis? Yeah, um, NCAAs, it was a blast. You know, we took two guys in and both of them made it on the All-American stand. Um, One of the guys, um, our 49-pounder, Derek LaPaia, this is a guy, he went to school. uh, He was in college before I was. Um, You know, he dropped out. He had a lot of things going on. Um, some issues he was dealing with, and he's he's turned his whole life around. Um, he's he has two kids now. He has a wife. He has a full time job. He's helping coach at a, a high school, and he was still able to come do this college wrestling. He's a student here, um, and so getting him on the on the All American stand and then watching him hold his kids after, that was just a super special moment. This is a guy that's been through a lot, so it was awesome to be there with him. Um, as far as improvements, though, I think one thing we could improve on is our bounce-back ability. We took a we took a couple losses maybe we weren't expecting or just some wins we really wanted to have that we didn't quite get. Um, and then just bouncing back from those losses, you know, we always want to be higher on the podium, um, so that's always the goal. But I'm, overall, I'm just super proud of the guys. They went in. This is something they haven't been. Our 57-pounder, he's never been to nationals before, and he was in the semifinals, um, and he lost by just a single point. You know, is one point away from being in that finals match, and that's just something we're looking forward to improving next year. You know, he's going to be in that finals match, and he should be on top next year. Yeah, and I bet you the emotions were pretty thrilling. Can you briefly describe what the emotions were like after those amazing placings over yeah, the weekend? I mean, all we, American accolades, if I'm correct. Yeah, um, two guys getting an all American award. It was pretty awesome. Um, we kind of expected it going in. These are our two best guys on the team. They're just all about wrestling. And it, it was really emotional for everybody. It was awesome because the national championships was in St. Louis, only a few hours away. So a lot of our teammates um, and family members were able to make it there. And just having fans in the stands cheering for us, I mean, that's something we're not used to. And that felt really special to for our guys to be able to get their hand raised at the end of the match and point to their family, point to their teammates, you know, the people that helped them get them there. Um, that was super special. Uh, we brought a photographer with us, so we got a lot of action shots there. We'll be posting up. Um, it was just overall just super special. Yeah, that's awesome. And is there anything else you want to tell us here, Coach Feeney? Um, just that I hope to stick around and continue to keep building what we started. Um, you know, we've really turned things around this season, and I hope to continue to do that. And UCM is a sport of, a- of el- elite athletics. Um, you know, our track team is very good. Baseball, all around our sports are very good. Um and I just I want wrestling to be one of those. You know, we're getting a brand new wrestling room next year. Um, that's something we don't have. We haven't. I do have to mention this. All year long, we did not have a practice facility. Um, we had to roll out our mats every day in a gym that we shared with other teams. So there were time conflicts. There was a couple times we had to practice at 6 a.m. because the afternoon was booked. Um, again, we had to roll up the mats. We had to move them from the multi to a different building. Um, our locker rooms weren't right there, so guys had to go home and shower on their own. Um, so just looking at building this wrestling room next year, it's going to be huge to have our own training facility. And just to do what we did without a room this year, I'm 
I can't wait to have a facility and see what we can do when we have the same facilities as other schools. Yeah, definitely amazing stuff, Coach Feeney. You know, like I said in the beginning of the segment, you're 23 years old. You're the interim head coach, and it seems like you're going to, you know, build this team to greatness if you haven't already, especially with the amazing performances at the NCAA Division II Championships. Thank you for being here with us this week. When we come back, we'll be visiting with head women's and men's track and field coaches Kirk Peterson and Kip Jambrin. You're listening to Sports Page right here on UCM, The Beat. What are all the things you witness online in a day? Cats playing piano, selfies on your feed, your friend's picture being turned into a nasty meme that's been shared 50 times, 51, 52. When someone's being bullied online, it's hard to know what to do. Now you can speak up with the witness emoji. It looks like an eye in a speech bubble, and it's in the symbol section near the clocks in your phone. You'll let the world know it isn't cool, and you'll let your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. We are back here on Sports Page. We just finished interviewing the interim head coach for wrestling, Coach John Feeney. Our next guests here are co-track and field coaches for the men's and women's Kirk Peterson and Kip Jambrin. They just finished an amazing indoor season at the NCAA Division II Championships this past weekend in Pittsburgh, Kansas. Coach Peterson and Coach Jambrin are in their 25th seasons as co-head coaches of track and field here at UCM. Coach Kirk and Coach Kip, it's good to have you with us. How are you guys doing today? Thanks for having us. Uh, it's great weather here, and I love being with uh, around UCM right now. Sounds good. So we're going to ask you guys a couple of questions here. They're in their 25th seasons, as I mentioned, as co-head coaches at UCM. So this is kind of fun. We're going to be interviewing both co-head coaches here for men's and women's track and field. So first off, um, Coach, what made you guys want to coach here at UCM? Well, UCM uh, has been a long time ago. It's a long story as well. Um, Both me and Kip went to uh, Simpson College in Iowa. Uh, Indianola, Iowa, and uh, I do remember as a athlete at Simpson College, we went to a meet called Mule Relays, and that would be at Central Missouri at that point in time, and uh, I saw their indoor track, and it was pretty cool, and I thought, man, that's kind of neat, and then uh, after graduation, uh, I got away from track and field and, and cross country, and uh, I, I thought maybe I would get my master's, and so I Applied here uh, to get be a grad assistant, and uh, Coach Les Stevens was the head coach at that point in time, and uh, I came down here, and I thought, well, I'll be here maybe two years, get my master's, and probably get back to Iowa and get back on the farm and, and do things there. But uh, I, uh, I grew roots, no question, and uh, been here about 30 years. It's been a long time, a long, a good haul with uh, Central Missouri and be a part of that, and so that's... That's where I love track and field in Central Missouri as well. Yeah, Coach uh, Kirk Peterson, you've been coaching here a while. Both you guys have. You've coached cross country for, what, 34, 35 years? Been over 30 years. Oh, wow. Um, I oversee the, the cross country program, and so we obviously we have that in the fall, uh, September and October. And while I'm doing that, uh, Kip oversees the, the fall track program, so they're training for that. And then... Of course, we had three seasons. We have indoor track, which we just finished. 
Um, and so we worked together with that, and now with the weather changing and uh, we're getting outdoor here around April 1st, we'll start our outdoor season, and uh, that'll be our third season, and we'll put it together. Awesome. And then, Coach Jamvrin, what made you want to coach here at UCM? Well, when I finished uh, college, I knew I wanted to continue to train uh, as an athlete, and so I also knew I wanted to get a master's degree and learn more about the coaching world. And to be honest with you, I was all set to go to uh, Minnesota Mankato and got a call from Kirk. And it really was about August 1 before the semester started. And he said, hey, we have a grad assistantship available. Are you interested? And I kind of feel bad since I already had one lined up. But uh, I drove down, took a look, and uh, fell in love with it right away. Liked the facilities, liked the opportunity. And um, very similar to Kirk, I thought I'd be here two to three years and move on to something different. But uh Fell in love with Warrensburg, met my wife here, and raised my kids in this community and really uh, have put my roots down here. Sounds great. Some very good stories from the both of you guys. Now, since you guys are both co-head coaches of the Mules and Jennies, I have to ask about the development. You know, it's been so many years that you guys have coached here, but what's that development been like with uh, both Mules and Jennies over these years as coaching here at UCM? Well, as a coach, I mean, that that's the only way, reason I know it, uh, with a co-head coach and uh there's some uh, give and take of that, of course, and uh, we've uh, we done this a long time. And, of course, me and Kip knew each other in college and uh, hung out together. And then uh, we both came down here. I thought, well, this is kind of a, a, a unique situation for us. We can work together. Um, Les Stevens, again, the head coach, uh, been here a long time ago. And uh, he was able to help us get into that. And uh, we've had a lot of graduate assistants here as well to to help us, and uh, it's been a, a good situation for sure. And then, Coach Kip, what about you, the development and your coaching experience? You know, I think the first thing that we did as coaches was try to increase the size of our program. I think when I got here originally, we might have had about 15 women and 25 men in the program, and now we carry well over 100 every year. So first it was to increase the size and then to increase the quality. And, uh, you know, that's always been our goal to have outstanding athletes but yet have depth that we can continue to score in a lot of points in a variety of events. And um, with outstanding athletes, it has a, a way of developing your middle-range athletes, too, as they try to elevate their game to get up to where our top athletes are as well. And, you know, obviously with your guys' job, there's going to be pros and cons. It's kind of might be a long list since you guys have been here 25 years, both of you as co-coaches, co-head coaches for men's and women's track and field. But just, uh, Coach Peterson, describe some of those pros and cons of being a coach for this university? Well, Kip had mentioned, you know, we have a large team, and that, that's very true. Uh, we have roughly 100 athletes, and that's a lot of people to, to manage that for sure. Uh, track as a sport is more of a circus, uh, but there is a challenge with that, and uh, I think we do a, a good job of working together and making things go through the, the ups and downs of things and, and make it as a team together and love our, our men and women together and uh, uh, what we can do with the three seasons. And then Coach Kip, what about you? Some of the pros and cons of your job as co-head coach? Well, the, the main thing I love the most is developing relationships with the kids on the team and watching them develop and grow during their you know four or five year career and watching them have outstanding performances and, and maybe perform at a level above and beyond what they ever thought was possible. And to see the joy on their face and, uh, you know, also when teams come together to win championships, um, to, to just have the joy that those kids are having. 
you know, some of the cons, um, obviously getting 100 people through a workout, um, facilities, trying to navigate that when we're trying to have kids do a running workout, why people are pole vaulting or throwing is almost impossible during the indoor season. And really travel is really hectic when you take you know, say 60 or 70 people on the road and maybe spending the night and need to feed all those people and figure out seats are on the buses. Sometimes those things are a challenge that uh, is maybe not as enjoyable as, as spending time coaching. Yeah, you know, obviously with all that, those people, you know, travel accommodations can be pretty difficult. But, you know, it seems like, you know, especially at UCM, you know, track and field is just a really good sport. You know, there's you guys do really well, it seems like, with recruiting. You guys mentioned over 100 athletes. That's that's pretty remarkable for just those seasons. Um, now let's talk about some memorable moments for you guys over the years in track and field. Coach Peterson, what are some memorable moments for you as a co-ed coach? Well, I mean, as a you know, we we're national champions as a, a women's team way back in uh, 2015, both indoor and outdoor, and we had some very good athletes with that, and it was kind of neat to see that. And and uh, as a group, we. Uh, we really had a, a gelling type group that uh, could put things together, and I think that was the time. It was pretty cool. Um, you know, there's many times we've uh, won MIAA championships, whether it be cross country, indoor track, or outdoor track. Uh, and there's a lot of memory times like that. That that was part of that for sure. And, uh, and again, going to the NCAA championships and uh, doing well at that, getting trophies in the top four. We've done that in many sports or many times, and so uh, there's a lot of athletes like that we put together, and, and uh, I think that's so cool right now to have everybody together. And then, Coach Kip, what are some memorable moments that you've witnessed for this track team? Well, you know, when I first came here, just having somebody win a conference event was a big deal, and, um, you know, seven, eight years later into the coaching realm, we were having kids win national titles. And, uh, you know, we had Jeff Sander, Andre Skortsov. Those guys were winning national titles. Then Alexander Alexson, uh, Vladimir Goyes. And all of a sudden, Central Missouri was a program that everybody was recognizing. And we were placing in the top four at the NCAA championships. And that was a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I think back watching the years that Abilene Christian and St. Augustine were winning titles every year. And I was saying, man, it'd be cool to some point have a team good enough to win a national title. And then back in 2015, we had everything come together. Um, you know, just so many good kids with Erica Kinsey, um, Heaven Warner, and the things that they were able to do and for us to win the indoor and outdoor national title. It, it really made all those years of coaching and all those years of hard work feel like every second was worth it. And so, you know, you always want kids to do well and you want your team to have success, but uh, it, it does still come back to just developing those relationships and watching kids develop. You know, especially with you guys both co-coaching, it seems like, you know, the teamwork and the relationship that you guys have pay off immensely, and that's why, you know, the UCM Mules and Jenny's track and field team is just striving to greatness, it seems like, each year. So speaking of the coaching that you guys have done 25 years as co-head coaches, what has made you both want to continue this job? I mean, 25 years, that's 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 something to be proud of for sure. We're good. You know, we, another good situation of our team is uh, – we have a, a unique team. We have international athletes. We've had we've brought up some some <clears throat> names from uh, Russia. We've got athletes from Germany. We've got athletes from all over the world. But we also have athletes from Nobnoster, Warnberg, and Odessa. And it's uh, unique to kind of put them together and, and work together as athletes and uh, have them gel together and make a, a good team. I think. 
And then what about you, Coach Kip? Well, a big part of it is I, I enjoy my time with Kirk and the rest of the staff. Um, you know, most people don't realize this, but Kirk and I were best men in each other's weddings, and we had kids born on the same day. And so there, there's a relationship between the two of us that uh, – is very unique, and I, I can't ever remember that we have ever had an argument over a scholarship or a kid, and, and those things are important. But, uh, you know, once again, it, it just comes back to the relationship with the kids. And, um, you know, every year is unique. Every year we have different kids that we want to develop and do things with, and, uh, and then it, there's that sadness when kids graduate. We no longer have those opportunities. But uh, there's always a young freshman on the team that comes in that's always excited, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and uh, that keeps us going. Sounds good. And I have to ask about the NCAA Division II championships. Ten All-American performances were accomplished over the weekend in Pittsburgh, Kansas. What were just some of those emotions, not only as coaches, but even for the players to just witness that amazing achievement? It, it's been a, a challenge, of course. Uh, you know, it's been a challenge with COVID. Uh, and a lot of athletes that didn't get to do an indoor championships or an outdoor championship do that. Uh, and bringing athletes back was kind of neat to have them success at a national championship and have the opportunity to compete uh, was cool on that. And then this year we had a lot of freshmen in that group. So it was a unique group that went to nationals. Um, different events, uh, shot putters, long jumpers, multi-band athletes, uh, relays uh, it's for both men and women. And that's pretty cool to see all that and see them together with some upperclassmen, uh, seniors. Uh, they're about done with their career. Uh, and then we have some freshmen that are back together and after the COVID and where we're at, and it's kind of unique to, to see all this, and uh, hopefully it will be good for our future and as our, our team put it together, we hope. Yeah, and I'll definitely highlight some of those players that achieved those All-American performances in my third segment here. Coach Kip, what about you? What were some of the emotions that you witnessed, not only from yourself, but within the athletes after that amazing accomplishment? Well, you know, if I if I go back to last year, our women were fourth at the Indoor National Meet, and I really thought this team was going to be phenomenal and, and possibly place even higher. But, um, you know, we went to the conference meet. We had several injuries, people not able to perform at 100%. We were fourth at the conference meet, and, you know, that was, that was disappointing, but yet we rebounded and came into the national meet and had a lot of really good things. Um, you know, I was really sad when Maddie Wolf-Cotter was – not an All-American in the pole vault when she's one of the best jumpers. Uh, happy Hannah Van Baskirk was an All-American as she came off a of volleyball season. Really excited that we ended the meet very positive with a new school record in the 4x4, four four, and that group was an All-American. Uh, I think about the guys' team, you know, I, we're not as I, I, talented is not the right word, but I, I didn't think we had as good opportunity to place high. Once again, they were fourth at the indoor conference meet, and now we placed fifth at the national meet, which was a heck of an accomplishment. Had a good group of Walders do very well there. Uh, Chris Goodwin did well in the long jump. Trey Miller out of Clinton, Missouri, had a great uh, championships, getting second in the multi-event. So, um, you know, very proud of all of those kids that went there and gave it their all for UCM. And uh, the challenge for them, once again, is to get hyped up and do the same things outdoors. Well, guys, not going to lie, this was so much fun. You know, this is the first interview that we've done in this edition of sports page where we've had two coaches in one segment so thank you so much coach peters coach peterson and coach jambrin for being here with us this week when we come back we will preview ucm athletic sporting events and as i mentioned we're going to highlight some accomplishments from this past weekend in wrestling and the men's and women's track and field 
from the NCAA championships that occur. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. We can stop to make sure someone is okay. Get in the way and disrupt the situation. Codify an authority. Or walk them home safely. We can change the language around rape. We can make campuses safer for our teammates, our friends, and our classmates. We cannot be bystanders. Taking action isn't always easy, but it's on, on us. us. For a three-game series against Newman, the games are going to be Friday at 2, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 1. The men's and women's indoor track season is done, but outdoor track starts March 24th, and I will discuss the NCAA Division II championship accolades in a moment. Men's wrestling, they finished the NCAA Ch- Division II championships this past weekend. John Riddle and Derek LaPaya competed in the championship, and I will talk about those accolades in a moment. Women's bowling, they have a Vanderbilt Music City Classic this weekend on Friday through Sunday in Smyrna, Tennessee, with action starting at 10 a.m. Women's golf, they're competing in the Midwest Intercollegiate Classic next Monday and Tuesday in Boulevard, Missouri at Silo Ridge Golf Club. Women's softball, they're competing in the Missouri Western Regional Crossover Tournament this weekend. The games are Friday against St. Cloud State at 4 p.m. And Saturday, there's going to be a doubleheader against Bemidji State at noon in Upper Iowa at 4 p.m. in St. Joe, Missouri. So other news, as I mentioned, the wrestling team, the NCAA championships were this past weekend in St. Louis, Missouri. Congrats to John Riddle and Derek LaPaya for their performances in the championship, receiving All-American accolades. Riddle finished 4th place at 157 pounds, and LaPaya finished 8th place at 149 pounds. Riddle finished an overall record of 27-5, and and LaPaya finished with a 21-10 and record. Congrats, gentlemen, for an outstanding match and season. Now for men's and women's track and field, the Mules and Jenny's track and field team had an impressive outing in the NCAA Division II championships at Pitt State University this past weekend. Ten All-American performances were announced. The Mules had five individuals, and the Jennies had four individuals, plus the 4x400-meter relay received these honors. The Mules finished fifth place overall, and the Jennies finished 14th overall in the championships. So for some of those events receiving All-American performances, in multi-events, Junior Trey Trey Miller finished with a personal best 5,688 points. Friday, Miller finished in the 60-meter dash at 6.99, achieved the long jump with the mark of 7.38 meters, finished in the shot put at 12.69 meters, and in the high jump clearing a mark of 2.00 meters. He also competed in the 60-meter hurdles at 8.25, pole vault after clearing 4.25 meters, and in the 1,000-meter run at 2 minutes and 43.23 seconds. Redshirt senior Hannah Van Buskirk had a season-best 3,705 points, Van Buskirk in the 60-meter hurdles had a time of 8.91. In high jump, she cleared a season-best 1.70 meters, and in the shot put had a mark of 10.76 meters. She wrapped up in the long jump at 5.13 meters, and in the 800-meter run, clocking a time of 2 minutes and 25.76 seconds. Now for the pole vault, the Mules went 2 for 3 in the pole vault. Vincent Hobby cleared a season-best mark of 5.25 meters, and Reagan Ulrich cleared the same height as Hobby with 5.25 meters. 
Throws, senior Ashlyn Burton recorded a throw of 15.46 meters. Jumps in the triple jump, sophomore Kayla Goodwin posted a season-best mark of 12.49 meters. And senior Christopher Goodwin compiled a mark of 7.59 meters. Now for the sprint, senior Lucy Steinmeier posted in the 400-meter dash with a time of 55.09 seconds. Sophomore Antonio Lay clocked a time of 6.87 in the 60-meter dash. And then for the relays, the Jenny's 4x400-meter relay team of Alex Foote, Leah Gonzalez, Jaina Shaver, and Lucy Steinmeier posted a school record time of 3 minutes and 44 and 46 seconds to finish fifth to earn those All-American honors. Once again, congrats to these amazing performances by the men's and women's track and field. So that's all the time we have for now, folks. Tune every Thursday night at 6 for Sports Page right here on UCM The Beat. We will be back next week with Mules baseball coach Kyle Crooks, Mules baseball player Colin Jones. And we're going to be getting into some club action here. We're going to be interviewing team captain for the UCM fencing club, Elena Golden. We will see you next week then, folks. I'm Nick DiStefano. Thanks for joining me here on Sports Page at UCM The Beat, and have a great day. know what's going on around the University of Central Missouri? We have two great ways to keep you posted. One, you can listen to UCM The Beat by downloading the app for iPhone or Android or listen online at digitalberg.com slash the beat. And two, check out the Mule Skinner, UCM's award-winning student news service at muleskinnernews.com.